Today is Friday, July 23rd, 2021, and we are podcasting live on Pride 48. I am Archer, and with me is my husband. Say hello, husband. Hello, husband. (laughs) I'm glad you're here with me. How are you doing tonight? I am doing fine, and I am glad that you invited me here. Why is that? Well, I haven't been invited on your show for quite some time. That's true. It's too bad. You played the Price is Right loser music. And no, that's I, like the, because I did. For the first time in five years. All right. <laughs> You've been here before, in five years. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so thank you for joining me tonight. Sure. We are, my very first thing I'd like to do is to thank Faye Driver, who on his uh, little show today, he... Um, talked about my tire issues with my car, and um, I just wanted to say thank you for him for um, doing that and for uh, you know talking about the issues and letting me feel that I didn't make a good I made a good decision by going ahead and letting the dealer um, pay for this you know put the tires on. So there you go. <laughs> All right, now one other thing before we get started talking. Um, Today, I posted finally, for those of you who follow my podcast, Arch Radio, you know, because I've been talking about this, I uh, recorded a video of my new M1 MacBook Air, and I finally edited that video and um, put it up on YouTube, and I think I have like 12 views so far. So I'm going to encourage you to go over to the YouTubes and um, uh, watch my video, play the video. Um, Yeah. And you can get to it by going to Archer com and clicking at the YouTube link at the top of the page. All right. That's, is that enough um, announcements? Oh, first of all, what are we having? What are we drinking tonight, honey? Um, well, we are drinking a Sauvignon Blanc from Hard Scrabble Vineyards, and the producer, of course, is Jim Law at Linden. Okay, very good. I'm actually finishing up the Hotter Hill Red Blend from Glen Manor from dinner because I've been busy doing other things, uh, talking with Big Fatty, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I've been doing the dishes, cooking dinner, and loading up the dishwasher. I do appreciate that, too, because you were able to give me I time. Feel like, I feel like I am the lyrics of a Loretta Lynn song. Which, which Loretta Lynn song would that be? Um, I think it's the one where um, um, one... She's singing about having all these kids and doing all the housework and um, whatever. I don't know. I forget <laughs> the name of the song, but we heard it on the Ken Burns um, series about country music. And Loretta Lynn wrote a song about the dreary um, routines of a housewife, including popping out babies, doing the laundry, washing the dishes. And um, what the hell does she have to show for it? Okay. Now, I, so here I am on this show. I'm glad you're here. Now, we, I will I, look up that song later on. Thank you. I will say that um, we are in the chat room on the Discord server, and we are already having some questions. Well, first of all, Sater69 says nap time for him. Thanks, Sater. That's so sweet of you. I know that we're um, a boring show sometimes, but that's, that's fine. Um, and... George in Atlanta wants to know if there are any wolf trap events playing soon. Well, George, let me tell you something. So 
you know every year we go to Wolf Trap like um, I don't know six or seven concerts a year. Wait a minute, stop. We breaking have a, we have breaking I news. I found the name of the song. The name of the Loretta Lynn song is "One's on the Way." One's on the way. Yes. Okay. Larry Vader says she, um, she's a national treasure. Yes. Getting back to George and Elena's question. Now, I am not pregnant, and neither is, neither is Archer. Well, no, that's a good thing. Not that we don't try. You just keep your head, like, right there, okay? I'm trying to get him to talk in the microphone. Anyway, He's trying to boss me around. Yes, I know. As he normally does. Let's get back to George and Atlanta's question about yes. uh, Wolf Trap. As you know, we go to six or seven concerts a year at Wolf Trap. Well, this year, actually last year, they canceled all of the concerts because of COVID. This year, um, they started out the summer with a lot of them canceled, but then they started having um, more concerts join the, join the uh, roster, whatever. But... To sit on the lawn, you have to buy a box of tickets. Like you have to buy um, a, pod. a pod of tickets and it's four tickets. So you have to pay for a minimum of four tickets to sit on the lawn. And that's like $187, right? $189. Uh, like it's that. very expensive, yes. It's very expensive just to sit on the lawn and you have to. But I will spring for, I want because I think Harry Connick Jr. has announced he's going to um, appear. Um, so... Um, I would see him. He's a New Orleans native, and I actually went to school with his cousin, and his aunt was my fourth grade teacher. Oh, listen to you yeah. dropping names like that. I'm not dropping names. I'm just stating facts. Daniel Daniel Brewer would like to know in the chat room, how many bottles of wine have you had so far? Well, we finished one. We're pretty close to finishing the second one, but I think we're going to have to have a third because I am not drunk at all. Now, you were just talking about uh, music and stuff, and I wanted to um, let the listeners know that I have actually um, been listening to some uh, different kind of music. And think of it as, uh, oh, Adam Burns says he saw Yo-Yo Ma at Wolf Trap. Wow. Okay, so I've been listening to easy listening music, and this is a, an example of the songs that I like, I'm liking now. Let me know if you can hear that music. I'm waiting for them to type and say they can hear it. Daniel says he can hear it. This is one, Just One More Chance by Ike Quebec. Anyway, I'm not going to keep playing that because I'm sure we'll get some kind of um, legal notice. But I'm really enjoying that kind of music now. Have, have you enjoyed my playlist that I created and that I make the um, uh, Siri play on all of our HomePods? Yes, I haven't needed melatonin in at least three months. <laughs> because he's listening to that. Oh, Doc Stone says he likes easy listening, too. It is easy to listen to. I agree. I, Quebec, was um, Daniel Brewer's stripper name when he lived in Canada. Oh, he should strip for us. Did you know he was a stripper? I didn't know. Well, I didn't either. Did you know I was a stripper? Oh, yes, I knew that. You didn't know that at all. Oh, Adam Burns says strike one. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't Maybe know he said means. something naughty. You did or I did? I never say anything naughty. I'm not a naughty person. Oh, no, you're not. But listen, I have a joke for you. Yes. Don't read it ahead of time. Right. This is called Karen's 911 Call. So listen to this and see what you think of it. Yes. So 
Karen was cleaning her husband Kyle's rifle and accidentally shot him. She calls 911. This is Karen. It's my husband. I've accidentally shot him. I've killed him. The 911 operator says, please calm down, ma'am. Can you please make sure he's actually dead? Bang. Okay, I've done that. What now? <laughs> well, they should first ask, is it both her husband and her son? Or husband and brother? Wait, why would it be her? Oh, honey, that's terrible. Are you making Have a- you seen the movie Deliverance? Anything is possible. Yes, I have I'm, seen I am from the South. <laughs> Look at Georgia, oh, Atlanta. Did so you just- I tip my glass against the, the microphone. microphone. You can count on that. Let's see. Oh, Daniel Brewer laughed at that. And uh, uh-huh. All right. I need some more wine. Um, we don't have that. The bottle Look in the refrigerator. Oh, right here? Yes, the wine refrigerator is under Archer's desk. So while I am sleeping and ready to go to work, or sleeping to be rested to go to work, guess what Archer's doing? Hitting the wine refrigerator where he keeps the Boone's Farm. Um, you didn't fill this up, dear. And so on a better night, there's some Lancers in there. So there's nothing in here except for you have a bottle of champagne. And no, a, look a, on the top. A red. You have a red. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> you can put red wine in a wine refrigerator. Oh, <gasps> A Merlot. 2019 uh, Merlot from Slater Run Vineyards. But you don't have a wine. You don't have the wine opener in here. Do you have a... um? corkscrew if you give me one minute it's up there on the, on the shelf right there on top of our wine rack all right if you give me 20 seconds I well you go. go ahead and i'll keep talking because there are things to talk about let's talk about archer no rating the about. the wine um honey, refrigerator honey. and the cabinet while i am sleeping honey, get the yes dear uh corkscrew please i am a stafford husband tell me what you want me to do <laughs> I will be glad to do it. Oh, Daniel, was that the noise to move to the next topic? I totally forgot about my little um, noise. I don't think I'm going to have that ready tonight for that. Now, George and Atlanta says, is the hubby from the South? Yes, George and Atlanta. He is from New Orleans, Louisiana. So there you go. Now, I have an announcement in a couple of minutes, not right now. But in a couple of minutes, we're going to take a phone call from somebody who is in the chat room, somebody who wants to call into the Archer Radio Show. If my husband stops hitting the desk <laughs> himself and making all this noise. You know, I can only do what I can do. I know. You can only do what you can do. So here's the phone number. It is 202-709-3029. But don't call that right now. Don't call that right now because I'm not going to answer it. I will tell you when to call. But here's the thing. Everybody can't call at the same time, of course. So um, we're going to say in like 15 minutes, once we're into our topics and talking, then we will um, stop and take a phone call from the audience. And it doesn't have to be people in the, in the chat room, I guess, because everyone's, if you're listening at home and not in the chat room, you heard the phone number, so you could call that too. So anyway... Oh, whoever TB is says they write the number on the cl- closest bathroom wall, <laughs> bathroom stall. <laughs> no, Daniel, you did not hear a cigarette lighter. You're hearing my husband open the bottle of wine with the corkscrew. 
A very inferior corkscrew, I may add. It is a very inferior corkscrew. <laughs> Mike, that's not the right number. Mike, 1972, that's the wrong phone number. It's 202-709-3029. <laughs> I think he's, he's totally doing that on purpose, too. Like, fuck people All up. All right, so there may be some more Sauvignon Blanc. Okay, hold um, this glass but, towards um, the microphone so they can you hear you. Have. So we're going to, you like That's your glass, dear. It's not right, my well, glass. Arthur likes Merlot. 709. Merlot. Dash 3029. Okay, this is the correct phone number in the chat room. Why do you have an inferior corkscrew? Uh, isn't that sacrilege in your house? Yes, it is, George and Lana. And the thing is, is because um, we're in the office. And the really good corkscrew is out in the kitchen. And uh, my husband didn't think to well, bring it in here. You didn't think to bring well, it in here. Well, I didn't think about it either. You're right. I did not think. I did not think. I to, did to think do about doing the dishes, loading the dishwasher. One's on the way. <laughs> Honey, we actually do have some topics. I'm feeling some. I'm feeling some Loretta energy today. Yeah. Yeah, my hair is in curlers, and I think I'm going to tease it up. Oh, there I am go. hanging that up because I told you not to call. Uh, yeah, there you go. Well, whoever that was who just called, I'm hanging it up. Um, I bought some Aquanut. Listen, Daniel just said, yes. this is different than and yet oh so similar to the Big Fatty Show that just aired. Uh, how very dare you? That's my, that's my husband. What was the fart noises? That's you being farty. It's not me. I just said, one's on the way. Then I felt like Loretta Lynn. I said, oh, that's I the name feel of that like song? I need to set my hair and buy some Aquanet. No. Right. Listen. So do, do you want to try this Merlot and see if I you like it? I still have the... I um, know. We have all this wine here. But oh, here we, we go. Because you'll I be have, drinking this long after I am in bed. I... Reading some inspiring literature, like the National Enquirer. So there you go. All right. Now, listen. We actually do have topics. And one of them actually has to do with this drinking because, uh, oh, it says that was David calling you. Uh, sorry, David. I had to hang up because you didn't listen to the directions. I said I'm going to announce when you can call. Uh, what does Gary say? On the, on the quiz, you were one of my choices for being in all five first years. No, I don't think I was, even though I chose myself, too. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay, let's go back, because we actually do have a topic, and the topic is having to, having to do with drinks. This was actually on a topic uh, last weekend I heard when I was listening to, when you were away, by the way, you were at the beach with your family, I was listening to Daniel Brewer and Adam, um, Adam Burns on the Mix Minus, or, or uh, Mix Elvis, or uh, Minus Elvis, I don't know what it's called. Anyway... Um, they were talking about alcohol amounts, alcohol no, uh, uh, amounts in different kinds of drinks. Beverages, okay. Now, I know that you have, have really uh, a lot of experience with drinking alcohol. Don't you? I mean... As do you. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, you told me when you were younger, you used to drink beer. And then for a short time, you drank spirits. And now in your... All right, so let's back up. If you're going to go into my personal biography, so... <laughs> I'm not going into your personal biography. As I'm everyone just using your knowledge. Did when they were in college, especially in the 80s. We all drank beer, so we drank a lot of beer. Cheap beer. And usually beer was what you drank before you went out. And then you went out and you drank vodka. What's that I called? Pre-gaming? Something like that? Something like, well, whatever it was. 
We didn't call it Brie Gaming. We just went to someone's someone's apartment. We just drank some beers to get a little buzz. And the French Quarter wasn't that far away from whoever, you know, whoever we were going, apartment or whatever. So we drive down to the quarter and then we, you know, we drink some in the rail drinks. Um, very cheap, always vodka or something like that. Um, if you knew a bartender, and sometimes you know you you could strike up a friendly acquaintance with a bartender, and you get some sapphire gin. I really love some. I really like now, sapphire. You can't gin. say sapphire gin because Big Fatty likes. Um, is it Tanqueray? Tanqueray gin? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a kind, right? That's what he likes. Anyway, continue. Um, so, you know, if you could get that off the shelf as opposed to the cheap shit. But um, but spirits are always higher in alcohol, and I'm going to say the cheaper the the garbage. Well, you know what we were drinking in college was you know, absolutely. I drank a lot in you college. Know, and but my question, what, but I drank beer in ever, Everclear was all was like drinking, rubbing alcohol. But I drank beer in college. Right, so beer is like seven or eight out percent alcohol. Right. So you would have to. Okay. Here so, was the here was the thing yeah. though, seven seven or eight percent alcohol for a beer. Uh, you would have to drink a lot more beer to achieve the same buzz uh, versus drinking like three glasses of wine, right? Well, I guess because I, wine, I, you know, has like a minimum of twelve percent alcohol in it. So if you have like three, oh glasses, no, no, some rieslings are around nine to ten percent alcohol. Um, there are some rieslings that are probably on par with having a glass of beer. In fact, I'll, my mother is a teetotaler, and the strongest thing she drinks is is diet coke but i always tell her like a riesling like a german riesling with you know she's a weight watcher and she lost a ton of weight um but for her a glass of of alcohol i think is three points but if it's a sweet wine i think it's a point but you know if she's got those points to spare and we're having the family over for christmas oh i tell her you know a half a glass of Riesling is really not that much alcohol and not that many points. So why not? But she's never really uh, wanted to do that. So uh, Rieslings are that way. Um, oh, That's we're not filling glasses. <laughs> I okay. know. Anyway, um, West Coast wines are probably the highest in alcohol. Especially the red wines, uh, because Definitely those are um, they. So they hang on the vines a bit longer, so they're um, higher in sugars, higher, which makes the um, uh, alcohol yeah, higher. Yeah, so they're they're harvesting those a lot later, so the alcohol levels will will be a lot a bit higher, uh, touching. I can see and a half to fifteen percent. Larry Vader right, just yeah. said the wine he had tonight was fourteen point five percent alcohol. No wonder he's already drunk. But you know what? Well. If it's well integrated, you probably wouldn't notice. Yeah, but he's drinking not... it by himself. He drank an entire bottle himself. Good for you, Larry. Now, the question and is... That... Wait a minute. Just okay. stop for I, a minute. I'm, on, I'm a guest on your show. Okay. And so, talk, girl. Talk. Um, Wine Spectator did an article on alcohol levels and does it really matter. And depends. it depends on integration. So, for example, in... Excellent years, say in Bordeaux, for example, uh, alcohol levels maybe maybe fourteen and a half or maybe even fifteen percent, but you wouldn't notice 
those levels of alcohol because it's well integrated into the wine. Correct. So if you're, so the difference is if you're buying a high-end Bordeaux versus a low-end Napa wine, it might be Sutter Homes or whatever, you would probably notice that 14.8 or 15% on the Sutter Homes because they're, they're deliberately uh, processed to deliver that quick buzz. Um, whereas in Bordeaux, those will be aging for a while. They were sitting in the bottle for a while. Um, you'll be decanting those. Alcohol doesn't really go away, but let's face it, if you're having an aged Bordeaux, you're not going to be guzzling that while hosting a podcast. Uh, you probably will be having it with a meal with some friends. So enjoy that uh, wine and, and notice that you don't really get, and you will notice a hot wine. You will notice that it's higher in alcohol. Um, so enjoy that wine with some friends. And if you just, you, know, you want to have wine, wine by yourself and enjoy the evening, go for that Sutter home, enjoy yourself, knock yourself out. It's all good. Well, when you were gone on your little vacation with your family. Yes. And um, I think it was, it was Friday night when I was listening to Daniel and um, Adam um, after the uh, state of the station and they did their little mixed Elvis show, whatever, minus Elvis show. I think I forget the name of it. But anyway, they, um, I mean, what, during, during that show, I was drinking our favorite winery, Grey Ghost Merlot. Oh, that's and, a good one. And yeah. it was the uh, 2019, I believe it was. Yeah. So it, I only drank half the bottle. It was good, though. Oh, well, actually, it was three-fourths. Three-fourths well, of the bottle. That's true, because you finished the rest of it. Or we finished uh, it last night. Uh, well, I, I thought I cooked with what you had left. Oh, well, whatever. Right. I don't yep. remember. Anyway, uh, so um, in terms of the alcohol and drinks, I think you can generally, now notice I'm saying the word generally, generally say that beer has the least amount of alcohol. Yes. Wine's got the next level of alcohol. And spirits have the yeah. highest amount of alcohol. Yeah. So if you're drinking spirits then um, you would probably get drunk fastest, fastest, right? Yes. I think so. Now, the denims, uh, I have a question here in the chat room. It says, have you guys tried mead, and how much did you like it? Uh, we, have we tried a mead? We've tried mead. and Well, we did not like them. I didn't like them. I can say that. Uh, well, I think meads are enjoyable. I definitely uh, and that's not. another low, lower alcohol um, um, beverage. Anything fermented uh, will oh. have some alcohol, and I think meads with, I think meads are very appropriate with um, smoked ham, Virginia ham, um, Thanksgiving turkey, um, anything you would have with the holidays, or anything herbed or glazed. Uh, meads are fine, and it's what we would have had if we had been around in thirteen. Well, we would not have been around at our ages in thirteen fifty. Uh, we would have had a round of mead with whatever vegetables or some Ugh. entrails, because we all would have been peasants, right? Including Ugh. you, Archer, peasant Archer. Oh God! You gross. would have been eating the entrails or the the cheeks of the. Ew. Or the jowls of the of the okay. animals. Oh, uh, yes, you would have had some meat with that. Well, we don't drink. I don't drink meat now, and I don't can't remember the last time we actually drank a meat, and I don't really have any desire no, to drink meat. the meat. Yeah, um, the denims are saying that they tried a pear piment mead, 
The guy who makes it ferments the fruit with honey, and it's amazing. Because they have a honey texture. Meads have a, it's a, a nice mouth. They're pleasant. I'm, I'm not going to knock them. All right. All right. Well, we have come to that point in the podcast where we're going to take a call from the audience. So if you remember that number, which is 202-709-3029, I will take a call right now. I'm going to just answer the first one that comes through. So if you'd like to make, a, if you'd like to call the line, call it and we'll uh, chat with you. Oh, here's our first call. Hello. Hello. Who is this? This is David, that blue jeans guy. Okay, David, that blue jeans guy. You're going to need to turn down the audio of the stream that you're listening to. I just muted it, so uh, you shouldn't be hearing anything now. Excellent. I do not I hear, hear you very good. well. Yes. So yes. now, what what could you possibly you have to ask? You didn't want us? that uh, radio I, feedback thing going there. I do not hear that. Do you hear it? Well, no, you don't, but I'm saying I, I can bring it if you want to. Oh, no, I do not want that feedback. Thank you very much. Okay, well, all I, right. I've got this set up pretty well, so. All right. Yes, you do. So, all right. So, so what's new with you? question here? Well, sure, I'll take a question. Oh, yeah. oh let's see lots of things right now. I, um, let's see here. Well, no surprise, I'm still in church. You know that. Oh, you um, love church. I mean, well. I know you do. You absolutely just love it. You I, go every single time the door is open. Uh-huh. You're right. Somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere else, that is. No. Yeah, I, uh, um, I've actually changed churches since the last time you and I talked. So I'm actually now part of a United Church of Christ congregation, uh, which is open and affirming. Very good. And uh, great place to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, nationally, uh, it is. And uh, our, our congregation in Saginaw is actually actually one one of the two in Bay City is as well. Uh, so, yeah. But um, we, I think you might know this story or not, but we we actually got um, acquainted with one in Saginaw because we won a door prize at an all inclusive wedding expo and oh, got yes. to have our wedding for free in that church building. I do remember that, yes. Oh, good for you. Yes. So, all right. Very good. Yeah. So, now, now, did and, you say uh, you had a question for me? Let's see there. Question. Um, or for us, either yeah, one of us, actually. You can ask me questions. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Um, what is one place that you guys have not gone to yet, anywhere in the world, and you would love to go? If money was not an object. Oh, we both know the answer to this. Say it together. Okay. But One, I don't know. So two, three. France. I've been to France. Ooh, okay. But we haven't been to France. Oh, okay. okay. See, he didn't get it. We've been okay. to France. So um, uh, he's been to France. I have not. But I would love to go to France. I mean, you I were actually, born in France. I was born in France. Yes. I was born in France. So, um, yeah. Anyway. It's oh, okay. You've been to France, you just don't remember it. Correct, because I was only like uh, 10 months old when we left. Oh, France is lovely. Paris is, I think uh, Paris gets a, a bum rap. When I was there, of course, I was only there once many years ago. Um, I've been to London a couple times. I really enjoyed Belgium. Um, it's really the underappreciated um, place in Europe to go. I really loved Ireland. Very green. People are very friendly. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I've been to London um, several times. Always the least okay. friendly place to go, but you know, it, it, whatever. I mean, I would definitely, I would definitely go there again. Okay. I would actually okay. like to go to here. I have two places I would like to go: Vienna, Austria, and Prague. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes, those are on my. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Yes. But we're going to um, wait a couple of years until everything with COVID has really calmed down before we actually go. I think that's probably a good idea because, yeah, um, I mean, if you're, you're vaccinated, they say the Delta variant it is, you know, you're, you're pretty resistant to that. But I kind of like just, you know, to wait until we get to the whole Greek alphabet and, you know, make sure we got a, a, yeah. a uh, vaccine that would, you know, defend you against, oh, I don't know, uh, nanites or something. Right. You know, yeah. But. We'll see if that happens. Well, listen, we're going to um, try to take another call. So thank you so much for calling in. Okay. You're the very first call on the live call-in show for Arch Radio. Well, join hey, join know, us I'm, in I Vienna. and if not, it, about me. Let him talk. Go ahead. I said I have a stalker tendency about me, so you know, kind of serves me well. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I'm going to hang up, and let's say for the people in the listening or her listening, you can call, and I'll take the next call. So, thank you so much, David. We'll talk to you later. You're welcome. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Now let's see who calls next. Who will be next? I wonder. Daniel has put the number in the chat room again because he thinks someone else should call. I think that's why he put that in there. That was nice of David to be the very first caller. Here we have a call. Let's find out who this is. Hello. Hello. I do not like this. Do I have the wrong number? I have the wrong number. Sorry. Okay, no problem. That person had the wrong number. Who was that? So someone else can call. It was my mother. No, she wouldn't know that phone number. That's funny. I don't know who that was who calling us. Did Arthur eat his vegetables today? No, Mom, he didn't. I had potatoes, so somebody else can call. Excuse me. Now, you just poured that Merlot in my glass. Because I do not like it. Then what makes you think I'm going to like it? it. Well, you like apparently like it. All right. Here we go. Let's answer My mother, this one. no, mom, he has not eaten any vegetables. All right. Hello. Hey. Call her, you're Kathy. on the air. That was Kathy Bacon that you just hung up on. She hung up on me. No, she thought she had the wrong number, but that wasn't the wrong number. That was Kathy Bacon. Well, she should have stayed on the line so we could have clarified that. <laughs> Do you have that topic change noise? Can you play that? No, I, I didn't put it on the um, Roadcaster Pro. Okay, I'm going to hang up and I'm going to let Kathy Bacon call again because it was very important that Kathy Bacon call you. Because well, at this point, you know, you've got everything on, on parody with the Big Fatty show. You were on both shows. Yeah. Uh, there's drunk people on both shows. And Kathy Bacon <laughs> called both shows. So, see, you got this whole thing going there. So, I don't want to jinx it. I see. But what do you think how cool this is that I'm taking live phone calls? What do you think? It's awesome. I, I think it's great. I'm hanging up now. Goodbye, Archer. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I hear I got another call. Hello. Caller, you're on the Hello. air. Hey. Who is this? Kathy Bacon? <laughs> this is. I'm up to the late. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. We've never talked live before. Oh my gosh! But we text every time Scotty hits us up with some 
detail he already shared on Twitter. That's true. That is true. My husband's about to yank this um, cord off the. Uh, honey, 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 honey. Where? Let me. I'm sorry. Hold on a second, Kevin. Let me honey, unplug this. Honey, oh no, he kind of. He he just was grabbing another bottle of wine, but he was about to yank the speaker. I don't like what we're drinking. Can you turn oh. up her channel on the roadcaster? It's up all the way, Daniel. It's up all the way, and I got the I volume on the phone all I'm, the way up. I'm calling to ask Honey uh, 40 questions. 40 but questions? I'll leave that two or three. Well, I'll just leave that two or three. Can all right. you hear me now? I can hear you. Are, just are somebody, you there, uh, Daniel's telling you to talk louder. So he wants me to talk louder? Yes. Well, that's unusual. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Back in the day when I was like a preteen or whatever, um, and I would sing to the radio, my um, stepfather would say, uh, can you sing a solo? Solo, we can't hear you. So <laughs> anyway, okay. All right. So here's my question. And you got to answer truthfully. Can you um, listen to this, honey? Do yes. you, have you ever liked any of the cookies that he, you were forced to try? The Oreos. Have you ever liked any of the Oreos that I was for, that I forced you to try? Um, quite honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. Okay. So then my next question is, um, how is it being back at school and uh, what's the field? So my field is uh, European history. Um, Oh, the feel, the feel, like how, how does it, everyone how does it feel? feel I'm, to be okay, that. I'm getting that. So, um, it was actually the most difficult year of my um, 26, going on 27 years. It very difficult. Um, it was very challenging to um, deal with. I teach high level history, um, and kids didn't turn their cameras on, so you didn't really see faces. I felt like I was hosting a podcast or a radio show. Only you didn't really get any sort of feedback or, um, you know, with students, you want to know what they don't understand or you want them to participate. Um, I would do breakout rooms and then kind of break into the breakout rooms and discover nothing was going on. And then I would find out, well, they didn't really like breakout rooms because when they were in breakout rooms, no one was turning their cameras on. No one was, it, was, it was really difficult, and I'm not really um, savvy enough with technology to solve this. I will say my husband yep. um, got me through a very difficult year because we were given these very shaky online platforms that... I, I didn't know what to do. And even the younger, my younger colleagues who were helping, helping me or helping all of us, the, the older teachers, they were very difficult. These were very difficult platforms to manage. And um, I was managing a, 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 a web page and I didn't know how to do it. And you had to have um, um, clickable buttons and I didn't know how to do any of this. So, so, um, I had a sign written on a piece, on a piece of paper, um, please help me. And when Paul, and so Archie was in the, um, in the room and he would hang around when I was teaching and I would hold up my sign and Archer was very, very, um, 
willing to help me get through this day because I couldn't figure out if I was kicked out of Zoom or if the, the online platform crashed. I, I didn't know how to get myself back in or what to do. So it was very challenging. And then when we went back in person, all these kids wanted to get in-person instruction. And then when it was time to teach them in person, four kids were sitting there. So I would have to sit at my desk with the laptop open or the Chromebook open with my mask on because whether it was one kid or five, I would have a mask on and I would have to um, get through my day and like that, I was basically doing what I was doing in my living room, dining room, um, in my classroom but with only four kids. And so I, I guess I was sort of geared up for in-person instruction and all these kids coming in when really because they had an option of, of really showing up, most of them decided to stay home and keep their cameras off. So it was very difficult. Okay. Yeah, so um, we're starting back um, and it's five days a week um, and... Um, Okay, let's wrap this up so we can have one. We can, go ahead, finish that sentence. Okay, okay. One last, one last question. Yes. Um, boyfriend, um, I have a bunch of iPads and iPods and uh, iPhone and uh, Animal Crossing on the Switch. And uh, Archer has a lot of Apple products. Now, um, he can't hear us, but tell us honestly, does he even use them? Um, she wants to know if I use all my iPad stuff and all my iPhones. Oh, absolutely. Oh, good Lord. He's an all, he's a geek in all these ways. Yes. He uses them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll let you guys go. Listen, thank Kathy, you. thank you so much for thank calling. Yeah, I really appreciate you. it. I want to say thank you for asking because no, I think I will say, uh, because Paul's one, Archer wants me to move on. But um, for, for teachers who are out there, this has been a difficult year. So uh, cheers to all of us because um, I'm actually, um, I've been exploring retiring and I will be doing that sooner rather than later because that's how difficult my year was. Oh, right. yes. Yeah, so okay. He's got three more years. Listen, yeah. All right, Kathy, thank you so much. I appreciate you calling. You betcha. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, listeners, we're going to take one more phone call. So the next person who calls is the last call we're going to take. Where was that? Huh? No, I'm just sure. Madge Weinstein went to know what you look like, so I put a picture of you in there. Oh, here we go. This is the last call. I wonder who it is. Hello, caller. You are on the air. Hey, g'day. Ati Cruiser. Oh, my gosh. Are you seriously calling us from Australia? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is going to cost you an arm and a leg, dude. No, I think I get fifty minutes free overseas. Oh, that's cool. Well, so so good to hear from you because I I haven't seen you since like two thousand nineteen. I think when we I saw you at the um, Pride forty eight in New Orleans, right? That's right. Yeah. So how you doing? Oh, good. I'm in lockdown at the moment, which is fantastic. That sucks, uh, though. Yeah, the Delta strains 
hitting us and getting out of control. Now, did you hear today that the Prime Minister of New Zealand said you guys can't, they can't travel to to New or, or to um, uh, Australia anymore? Yes, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. Two days notice for everyone to get home. Yes. But I can't go anywhere. I, I can't go to Queensland. I can't go to Victoria. Oh, that sucks. Well, I think that we're going to actually yeah. be um, going back to these mask mandates because of the Delta variant. That's actually one of my topics to discuss on our podcast here, so we may get to that. But um, besides that, um, did, did you have a question or anything that you wanted to ask? No, I was just ringing to say hello. <laughs> hello. I just think that's amazing. Now, sweetheart, this is my husband. Yes. Um, this is Archie Cruiser. First of all, Archie Cruiser at, at a time was the first one to always call in when someone died because he was one day in the future and oh. he knew when people died. So he would call into the death phone and win the contest all the time. Am I going to die tomorrow? <laughs> Can you tell me if my uh, husband's going to die tomorrow? Who's dying lately? Huh? I don't know, but it's not going to be Betty White, that's for sure. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> so what else is new? What's happening? What's up? Uh, not much. Just sitting at home, getting um, ready for a big weekend. No, I have to ask, can I ask for, you a question? Um, U.S. time? Yeah. Well, uh, we know we're we're big wine drinkers, and we're having, I just opened a bottle of Merlot that I don't really care for, and I probably will be making um, some sort I'll of sauce with it. it. But um, New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs are... Uh, are renowned and and very inexpensive, and I actually enjoy them. Are there any New Zealand red wines you would recommend? Um, not really sure. I'm not really a wine drinker. I'm not a drinker at all. Plus, but, he's from um, Australia, not New Zealand. Oh, I thought I thought you said New Zealand. Yeah. No, Scotty is from no. Uh, I mean, uh, all right, uh, Arthur's from New well, Zealand. You know what? Does it matter? Arthur's from New Zealand. Australia, New no, Zealand. I do. I do have some. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of near the Hunter Valley wine region. Okay. I think we've actually heard of yeah, some wines better. from the Hunt Valley region. Oh, yeah. Australia makes yeah, some excellent 40 wines. Minutes away. Okay. Oh, wow, that's really cool. Well, Australia is known for Shirazes. The, the Reds, Shiraz. Right, right. Now, do you go visit these wineries? Uh, I, I do occasionally. Okay. Oh. But... Um, now, Archie Cruz, are you a single man? Do with car shows. I am a single man. I, I have two dependent cats. <laughs> two dependent cats? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. That's so cute. <laughs> now, why don't you have yeah. a podcast? So the, uh, well, I don't know. I don't like the sound of my own voice. I, I was planning <laughs> on doing one, but... Okay. Um, just, it didn't work out. Time differences was a real killer. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But you could hook up with Arthur and do one because is the time that much difference between Australia and New Zealand? No, there's only about three hours difference between me and Arthur. No. Oh, the two of you could totally hook up and do a podcast. I don't know where Arthur is this weekend because Absolutely. he should be totally on here right now because it's early morning for him, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's nearly midday for me, so it'll be about oh. three in the afternoon for him. Interesting. Daniel says in the chat room, 
wait, it's a podcast. Why would the time matter? Well, I think the time matters when you actually record <laughs> with that person, right? It is, yes. Yeah, so yes. if you're going to have a, a co-host, you have to you know, work out the time. And since he's in Australia, it's like, I don't know, 12 hours difference or something like that, right? Yeah, to, yeah, to do a... For someone in the U.S. to do an evening podcast with me, I'd be doing it during my work day. So that doesn't really work out. Yeah, that's true. It just would not work. Well, and Daniel says co-hosts are overrated, so you could, should probably just do a single podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I did talk to my friend in Sydney about doing one. Oh, well, cool. She's not that enthusiastic. Well, I think you should do it. Anyway, well, listen, well, maybe one day, maybe one day. Well, when you do, let me know and I will um, plug it on my show. Okay. Okay. That's a deal. All right. Listen, I'm going to let you go because I don't want to use up all your minutes from your, um, that's just like an amazing phone call from, from Australia. From I can't Australia. believe it. Listen, drink a good Shiraz, have some <laughs> lamb chops and let us know how that goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. We do love my lamb chops. Oh, God. so does he. So yeah, does I do husband. too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Archie Cruiser, thank you so much for calling. Okay? okay, and we'll talk to you later. No problem. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right, we are finished with the phone calls, and now we actually have a real topic to discuss. Um, this is a serious topic. I think it's a serious topic, and this came up for me last week when the. Well, it was the 14th, I think, when the Emmys, Emmy Awards uh, nominations came out. And the Emmys, what would I know about the Emmys? Well, it's the, uh, well, you don't have to worry about that. Listen, right. I'm going to actually read a little bit first. I know there's All a right. couple of people who don't like people reading on their podcast, but I'm just going to read a little bit. Okay, so the title of this um, article is called Best Actor or Actress, Gender Expansive Performers Are Forced to Choose. Now this post, this was article was posted last week. Oh my God! Oh, excuse me. Right. Now I sound like Big Fatty. It says um, this week's Emmy nominations include a first. M.J. Rodriguez became the first openly transgender performer to be nominated in a lead acting category. Her role in the FX drama series Pose. Her nomination is being hailed as a milestone for trans inclusion. Meanwhile, if my husband hits his microphone, meanwhile, some who identify as non-binary are questioning why entertainment awards are divided by gender in the first place. For non-binary actors, the gender actor act slash actress categories for awards, including the Oscars, the Emmys, and the Tonys, ignore their identity. When pitted against each other in a context of an award show, the, they only mean male or female or man or woman, says actor Asia Kate Dillon, who is non-binary. When presented with those options, I am neither of those things. Dillon, 36, stars in the Showtime drama series Billions, where they play a non-binary character, a, 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 excuse me, a financial wonderkind, wonderkind um, in the cutthroat world of New York hedge funds. Anyway, they are arguably the most vocal performer calling for an end to gendered award categories, a campaign they've waged for several years. Now, so we're talking about gendered award shows. Now, one thing I will tell you this. <laughs> okay, just going back to the... Um, <laughs> oh. Going back to the chat room. Uh, Taylor from... Uh, 
pot as my coupon. I says, did anyone hear that Elizabeth Smart's father came out of the closet? <laughs> That's a reference to a, a, a thing I did at the um, live show in New Orleans. Nola. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Where's Nola? New Orleans. Where is that? In Louisiana. Who's from there? You are. Listen. Oh, okay. Listen to me. <laughs> so... Um, what is your opinion on having gendered award shows? Now, first, I want to preface this by one thing by saying that in the last 10 years, the Grammys have gotten rid of gendered awards categories, and they're now just performer. What is your uh, opinion on well, this? I think that's, that's the smart way to go. So I will... Go ahead. What are you... You're, you're inspecting your... I'm telling you this. We open this Merlot. It's not very good. Do not drink it. We have, I'm looking at the cork in there. Go we ahead. Have three bottles of wine open. Pick something you want. Don't drink something. Honey, you honey, like. honey, get back on topic. Right. Anyway. Do you have an opinion? Um, at, at my age, you know, I, I'm still learning about uh, gender fluidity. And as an educator, I am definitely having to learn about it because I have to. Um, it's very important. And... I don't know where I am on this because uh, I'm, you know, I'm reading um, online profiles in which everyone, not everyone, but younger, younger people, I mean, you know, 30, 40 somethings are um, specifying their pronouns. And I still don't know why I have to do that because. I didn't even know what cisgendered meant. I'm going to be honest. This was not language I grew up with. I didn't grow up when I came out in the 80s, 90s. Cisgendered was not something that you heard. I heard. I didn't I didn't know what that meant. Okay, I had to so ask. So here's a question. Do you know what but, it means so now? If you will let me finish, yes. I know what it means now. I think um, perspective is everything on this and I understand what it means now. I'm very comfortable being a male. I always have been. And so I don't know for myself, um, specifying, I'm just, uh, to me, I'm a male. So because I don't understand doesn't mean that others should suffer because I don't understand. So Whatever it is, if it's the Oscars, the Grammys, the, the whatever, I think we're we're trending toward this best, the best performers, and it doesn't matter you know, your gender. Um, we're trending in that direction. Okay, let me um, uh, just bring up something. That, yes, right. well, I'm not bringing it up actually. Lamont, Lamont Cranston from the chat room says the award shows will be a lot shorter. Only one performer, one best supporting performer. Yeah. One guest performer, and then boom, it's over. And so it really, so it, think about, we go through this every year, and we watch, we're big Turner Classic movie fans, and we watch the movies, and we always go back and forth with, well, why is there best actor, best actress when, realistically, Catherine Hepburn was better than anyone in this field, or... Clark Gable was the best actor, or wh whoever it is. Yeah. And we go through this, and so why do we need gender? Um, and so back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you did need gender um, uh, breakouts for these because women probably would never have won these awards because they were overshadowed by the men 
who probably had um, better contracts, better better pay. Um, so when, you know, when we look at these films and we look at the females who had to really go through the the broad gamut of emotions, you know, Joan Crawford, Betty Davis, um, Olivia de Havilland, and these films, and they had to go from perky and 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 simple to suddenly awakened and realizing, oh, I have myself to depend on because the men are abandoning, abandoning me, whether it's Olivia de Havilland or you know, Betty, whatever it is, these women really were uh, expected to deliver a lot. Um, and so the only way they would have been recognized back at that time is if they had their own category because the men would have won everything. Okay, so then now that's interesting. So in the, in the, in the category of, of, of acting, it probably does make sense to have one category, maybe two. Okay. I don't know, best, best actor. Um, or, or you break it down into genres. I think genres make sense because there are certain actors male or female, who are, who are great at drama, better at uh, comedy. Um, so you break it down in, into uh, genre specifics. But let's you mean like between like um, horror slashes comedy slashes slash drama? Whatever it is. But, you know, there's, there, there are some actresses who are... Um, so I'm being directed just, just by my it. spouse, yes, because I'm I'm being manipulated. But um, I think you know it, that sort of uh, that that field really is um, not really gender specific. You're you're great, um, or, and and the greatest of your field. Okay, and listen. Let me let me doing, break in so, and stop yes. you from talking. All right. Yes. And listen, because I have a question for you. So the way you're discussing this in terms of the women, do you think that if they go to a one, uh, one person category like the best performer in a dramatic role, would women lose out on some of these awards? I don't really know. That would be the challenge, but that um, is the challenge of this, these times. I mean, when we were growing up, we didn't think about this because it was all categorized, but that really is the challenge. I mean... All right, then what about this? Okay, so let me just give you an example. In, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, Larry, go ahead and suggest a lighter topic for tomorrow's gangbang. Ganag bang, yes. Yep. But let me just finish what I'm saying, though. In 1998, um, Dame Judi Dench won a Best Supporting Actress Oscar for an, I think it was an eight-minute role in yeah. Shakespeare in Love. I think she was only on screen for eight minutes, and it may even be well, less than that. Consider, uh, and she won the, an Oscar for that. What was the um, the the t the time of performance for the last Star Wars, where Carrie Fisher, before she died, had a a, a longer on screen presence? And Mark Hamill was on screen for 10 seconds and was paid more That's true. for that appearance than Carrie Fisher. Well, I'll just say that we're really not talking no, about um, being paid. I'm talking about getting an and award for that. It's the so, same thing, but it's the same Yeah, but would he have gotten an Oscar for that I don't really five know. seconds? I of, honestly don't know. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, the whole point of this is just to say that um, 
with the way people are thinking now in terms of gender and people are identifying themselves as non-binary and so forth, uh, award shows are going to have to adapt to these changes. And clearly, and I will say it's all good. We'll, right. Well, and I we're think, all going to figure it out. And I think that the um, Grammys did it best when they just are doing performer because they could, they already have the songs or the music broken down into the country singer versus the pop singer mm. versus, you know, this. And it's just performer. It's not male or female. So I think that's that's good. All right, Larry... What is your? Let me go. Let me go back and read this. Uh, Larry says, "May I request lighter topics for tomorrow's Ganag Bang?" Yes, Larry. Um, I don't have anything actually on there on the list yet, but um, I have a lighter topic for now. Okay. Well, we only have like three minutes, so. All right. So you know what that means. You have to talk fast. Yeah. Or I'm, not I'm, so much. I will talk fast, bitch. All right. Go, All girl. Right. So. Go. Death. Don't push me. So. Jeff Bezos went oh, up God. into space in his own dildo space capsule. And he went up, and granted, he paid for it. It was a spaceship. He went up in his own dildo. But there was an 82-year-old woman who should have been the first American woman in space back in 1961, but she was a woman. Uh, and so she didn't get up there. So here is Jeff Bezos going up into the limits of the lower limits of space in a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. And so, <laughs> yes, there we go. Archie and so what are we talking about? So Jeff Bezos is a gazillionaire, and that's why all these people went up. An 18-year-old who could have died in his youth, his own brother, and this 82-year-old woman, and guess what? It's in the Washington Post, wherever it is. Jeff Bezos in his fucking cowboy hat. And I couldn't believe he actually wore, <laughs> I wear cowboy boots. He was wearing cowboy boots in the fucking space. So if, this, if, this, if the dildo ship had an emergency and they had to, whatever they had to do, here's Jeff, who's completely useless, while the other quasi-astronauts are wearing sensible footwear um, to, um, I'm being, I'm being, uh, I'm hurrying on. up because we have yeah, less than a minute. Leave I, me I, alone. I have to uh, talk. Yeah. Leave me alone. Come on, let's go. So the other, the other, um, space astronauts were, would have been left to their own devices because Jeff was useless. So the articles about the, um, the, um, mission was really about what Jeff Jeff Bezos wore in this ridiculous hat. Who wears a cowboy hat to space? Okay, listen, honey, I've got to take Privileged over white. We have like 45 seconds. Please stop. Privileged listen, white male First of all, I want to say hi to La La Lore. I'm yeah, going to turn, la, la, turn your microphone down. Hi, y'all. Listen, you've got to, honey, we have to, don't have time. Got it. Listen, I want to say hi to Lala Lauren. And now I want to say that we're about to end. And uh, coming up next is Madge Weinstein from Yeast Radio, who I've been listening to for like, I don't know, 15 years. Or something Yay, like Madge. 15 or 20 years. So um, we're going to close this out now. And um, look, come back tomorrow at 3 o'clock to listen to the Archer um, Gang Bang. So um, thanks for listening. And I am playing tennis tomorrow. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.